0: Hello everyone, this is Rob McDougall from Zhang Financial here with your weekly economic update. Today is Tuesday, post-Labor Day, September 5th, 2023. So one of the things that we're really uh, paying attention to is this pervasive concern uh, by investors of the economy growing too strongly. So with the economic data that we were viewing last week, of course we were scrubbing it, looking for evidence that uh, we're running too hot Fortunately, we had nine economic indicators that came out last week and would say they were generally constructive to the idea that the economy is growing at a modest growth rate, which would be very favorable for the markets in that the Federal Reserve would not be forced to do uh, additional increases. So just starting off last week, chronologically, in terms of economic releases that came out uh, last Tuesday, we had the Consumer Confidence Index. That's the conference boards indicator that was expected to come in a little over 116 or right at 116. It actually came in at 106. So in a normal environment, that might cause some concern. Investors are less confident. It's actually a good thing here. Uh, Consumer spending has been strong. We'll see that in a few moments. But also uh, the uh, 116 that we hit last month for the month of July was one of the highest that we've seen since COVID started. So Uh, The fact that it missed uh, consensus numbers coming in at 106.1 was a good thing. Uh, Secondly, we had GDP, the second estimate for Q2. Now, the estimates for Q3 are very high. We'll see that. We'll see the Atlanta Federal Reserve in a few moments, what their expectation is. So it was a relief to investors, I think, a little bit last week. The revised GDP for the second quarter actually came down. So, the initial uh, estimate was 2.4%. The second revision, or I should say the first revision, came in at 2.1%. More modest growth implies good for inflation. Uh, Moving forward, then, last week personal income came in uh, a little bit below consensus. Again, from an inflation standpoint, that's good. Uh, Month over month, it was up 0.2, expectation was a positive 0.3. Personal spending, this was probably the weakest indicator last week for that inflation argument, came in a little stronger than expected. Month-over-month, month, 0.8% versus 07 consensus, and that is the largest month-over-month month increase we've seen this year, so that's something we have to keep an eye on. Uh, the best news of the week, we believe, inflation. The money ball here, PCE, PCE core, both expected to come in month-over-month, month, positive 02 both came in exactly as expected, at a positive 2.2. So again, this uh, makes it much easier, we think, for the Federal Reserve not to raise later this month. We'll look at the probabilities in just a moment. It takes a little pressure off expectations for a raise by the end of the year. So uh, also last week we had nonfarm payrolls that came in a little weaker. Again, this is augurs well for inflation. Believe it or not, uh, less employment. 175,000 jobs added in August, 187 was a consensus. So not a big miss, but a little less than expected. Again, probably good for inflation. Uh, We also had on Friday average hourly earnings, which came in a good favorable for inflation again, 0.2 versus expectation of 0.3 month over month. And uh, lastly, we had the ISM manufacturing, This has been weak for some time. Again, this is the 10th consecutive month where this indicator has come in under 50. It came in at 46.7, a little below uh, the month before at 47.6. So in total, we think those economic indicators uh, suggest at least moderate to a little bit stronger economic growth uh, without any inflationary pressure. So when we look at the Expectation for Fed rate increases. Again, the meeting is September 20th. It starts on the 19th, but they'll announce their rate decision on the 20th. The expectations of a 25 basis point raise that kind of evaporated last week and went from the week before being about 81% odds of no change to 95% odds of no change as of the end of last week. And also the expectation of any increases by the end of the year that's sticks that we have at the end of the year, December, um, it the odds of no change went up from 41% to about 55%. So all good news. Um, the inflation expectations, we always look at the U.S. Treasury, the 10-year minus tips, that improved actually. It's a pretty significant improvement, 0.07% last week. So that dropped to a 2.26%. Uh, expectation for average inflation over the next 10 years. GDP expectations, referenced in earlier, always watch the Atlanta Federal Reserve's number. Based on what we saw for the revised second quarter GDP, a little surprise is this number didn't come down further, but the Atlanta Federal Reserve did decrease her estimate for third quarter GDP estimate. A week ago, they were at a positive 5.9%, which seems really hot and not good for inflation. They brought it down modestly, 30 basis points down to 5.6%. So I'll watch that again this week as we do every week. I'd be a little surprised if that doesn't keep coming down here for the third quarter. So third quarter, definitely growing strong. We just don't want it to be too strong. So last week, uh, that's all the economic data. In terms of how the markets responded, very favorable, particularly equities. Uh, S&P 500 up another 2.6% last week, up almost 19% on a year-to-date basis. Uh, international markets up nearly the same as the U.S., actually a little better. So the MSCI World X-U.S. up 2.64%. And even China uh, had a positive equity return last week of about 3%. Uh, good thing for us, last week small cap had the strongest performance, uh, which was good. Growth was again strong last week, but small cap had a really good week, up 3.9% here in the U.S. Fixed income, positive week, uh, almost up a half a percent. That is the Bloomberg U.S. Aggregate Bond Index, up 0.5% so on a year-to-date basis. Bonds, if we use that as a proxy, up 0.9% for the year. So this week, last week again, 9 very significant economic data points that we just went through. This week, we were hard-pressed to find two of them. Of course, this is a uh, holiday-shortened Labor Day weekend uh, week. So in terms of economic releases to this week that we're watching, Wednesday, we're going to get the service PMI. Again, we got the manufacturing PMI, which was weak, 10 weeks or 10 months in a row of under 50. Services has been what has been sustaining and pushing the U.S. economy forward, uh, the expectation is that should come in well above fifty, but at fifty two point four, just slightly down from the month before, which was fifty two point seven. Last economic data point we'll see last week that we care about, as far as we know, uh, initial claims. Uh, there, are the consensus is the weekly claim to come in at two hundred and thirty three thousand, a little up from the prior week, which two twenty eight. We did have three consecutive weeks of down pressure. Um, because four weeks ago it hit its interim high at 250000 uh, So again, the expectation for last week, unemployment claims to come in at 233000 So that's it for our economic recap for this week. Thank you very much for your attendance. Hope to see you next week. Thank you.